All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? I'm not going to lie to you, Jake. Uh, today got to me. I'm, I, I, I usually just say great, but today I am feeling a quarantine burnout. Um, I know that most states are opening, but I, uh, I watch what's called The Numbers, and as we record record cases of COVID every day, I, I go, you know what? I can just wear a mask, go to the store, and go home. I'm not one of these people that's going to the bar, going to a restaurant, and any of that shit. And today, it just it got long. I'm burned out. No, I hear you, man. I've been I've been trapped in um, my basement that looks like a um, just a, a doomsday preppers sort of bunker without all of the amenities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But on a plus side, I'm I'm not sure uh, the plus side. I love, I I, I have mixed emotions uh, where I'm going to go with this. Part of me loves the naked hypocrisy of the Trump administration. I admire it because they are so just straight. I like him to have clothes on while he's being hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Melania doesn't even like him to be naked while he's being hypocritical. I would like to see her naked some more. She, she, her, 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 the nudes we do have of her are pretty good. She can get as hypocritical as she want around yes. me. Yes. Um, so, because yesterday, we are recording, I should tell the listeners, uh, uh, Saturday the 27th. Uh, it was, I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. It could have been Thursday. I think it was yesterday. They held their first uh, coronavirus meeting uh, update in two months, the Trump administration did. And Pence came out, gave the thumbs up, said, everything is awesome. We really have coronavirus under control. At the same time, um Many states were recording record numbers, and and the United States as a whole recorded a record number of new cases. Europe decided to say uh, we are open for vacationers, just not from America because they don't have their shit together. And the naked hypocrisy part is today. So yesterday, Pence goes out in front of the cameras, gives the thumbs up and says we're awesome. And today he cancels visits to campaign states because of coronavirus. 24 hours day one were awesome day two can't visit there might get sick and, and without what any irony just report on the bleach drinking how did that work out for him did uh <laughs> did he feel better did he did he feel less likely to get covid after he drank the bleach maybe but i is there it made his hair whiter that you know i'll give him that true it does bring out the whites but it is there any that. part of you that i love the the lack of irony i love the straightforwardness at times. At times, I find it frustrating, and I, I tear my hair out and say, how the fuck do people still support him? But other times, I look on in awe and watch as they literally say... Yeah, but he has to. One thing on Friday and another. I know he has to, but I'm like, I marvel at it. Yeah, that's true, but... I, it His hypocrisy used to kind of work for him, but it's it's not now. And, and I've been saying... Since this whole thing really got started, at least in the U.S., that this election will probably be more or less a one-issue election. It's going to come down to, are the swing states going to get harder, they're going to get hit harder medically than they are economically? And if if so, Trump's going to lose. If not, he's going to win because he's going to be the guy who said it wasn't going to be that bad. And even though it was bad, he was trying to bring the jobs back and the Democrats are hurting you economically. And since they don't know personally that many people, I'm talking the voters in the swing right. states, um, who, who got really, really sick or died from it, but they do know personally many, many people who lost their jobs or they're, they're hurting for work. 
that's going to affect them more. You know, he's he's the business guy. He's the economy guy. He's always kind of marketed himself as as that. And this has been a sort of slap in the face that, hey, dummies, the president just isn't the president of the economy. He's the, uh, the president of the entire country. You do lots of shit that doesn't involve the economy, i.e. pandemics, i.e. I've been stuck in a basement for four goddamn months. You know what I mean? And so, but, but that's in New York where we got hit really hard. If they don't get that in the swing states, they're going to go out. It's, it's going to be, it, it, the, the numbers probably are going to mirror last election. Whereas if they do get hit hard medically, people are going to come out because they're going to be like, oh, fuck this. This man has been a catastrophe here. Yeah. I, I two, two thoughts. Um, so he's, he's got to go on to that. He's already gone all in on the, hey, um, the virus isn't going to be that bad. He is. He has put all of his fucking chips on that. So he can't, there's no way to really go back on that. Yeah. Um, two thoughts. One, uh, I did listen to an in-depth New York Times um, podcast this morning. I think I, I listen to so many podcasts because all I have is fucking time on my hands. Um, coronavirus is number one in the voters' mind right now. And he is trailing, and I know anything can happen before November, but right now he is trailing because of coronavirus. So that's the first thing. Oh, yeah. But uh, the second thing, I, you, I forgot about this. You, <laughs> you talk about him being the jobs president, the economy president. Um, right, right. Again, I think it was Pence. Uh, he, he was, was the name I saw attached to the quote. Came out and, and, and touted three million new jobs created in the last uh yeah, it would have been yesterday because that they, they have the jobs report every Friday in the last uh, month um, or for the month of June or the end of something like that. 30 million jobs lost during coronavirus. And he just touted, we got three million of them back. America's it's like you're still down 27 million and you're bragging about three million. And they're not jobs that are created. Right. They were jobs that people went back to work. I mean, you've got somebody in the seat who can affect the economy, not just from a business standpoint, but if if he does something or allows something catastrophic to happen, that's going to affect the jobs, too. Yeah. I mean, if it, you know, if he starts a nuclear war and it turns into Mad Max times, we're going to lose a lot of jobs, <laughs> you know? When the cannibals come in and there's only seven guys fighting for gasoline in the country, a lot of lost jobs, you know, not so much of a business decision, this 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 nuclear war thing, but it can it can affect jobs. And and this has been not as bad as being hit with nuclear bombs, but it's been pretty fucking catastrophic. I mean, I can't think of and, and to be fair, it's not it's not like if we had Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or anybody else in in his presence, like since we don't live in a, in a parallel universe where we can test this for sure, we don't know exactly how bad we would have got hit by this fucking thing. There, there's a little bit of a dice roll on this in general. New York City is a hub for international travel. We were going to get hit. The only thing is we, we would have had a fighting chance under somebody else. We would have had tests early. We could have done, done contract tracing. We, we had a chance to fucking to, to, to sort of clamp down and put a tourniquet on this thing early. Um, and that guy fucked up with that massively. And if if the swing states fucking end up getting hit by this, they're, they're, they're going to come out and let them know it. Well, I, again, I have two thoughts. Um, playing the game of playing the what if game. What if someone else was in office, especially a Democrat, it would have been Hillary. Um, 
I believe, knowing, and this is just my mind going back to when uh, Bill Clinton was trying to bomb Osama bin Laden, and they were calling it Wag the Dog and saying, oh, he's trying to get the focus off his blowjobs. Um, sure. And, and they didn't take it seriously, and then 9-11 happened, obviously, several years later, so it was a real threat. I believe, and I'll back this up in a second, so, yeah, it's, it's one thing broken up into two parts. That's the first part. The second part is I, I believe that had Hillary been in office and said we need to shut everything down, every Republican would have fought her lock and step. They would have said, no, it's a hoax. It's the, They would have. Yeah, we're still a polarized country yeah. on fucking everything. Well, it's not like that started, started with The Democrats Trump. went along when, when, when they said it's time to shut everything down. The Democrats didn't dig in their heels and say, oh, the Republicans are going to ruin the economy. This is bullshit. No, they said, yeah, let's shut everything down. I'm saying if the roles had been reversed, the Republicans would have fought any sort of shutdown 100%. And so the the second part of my thinking is well it's because it was it dude it wasn't a it wasn't a Republican telling them to shut everything down. You're talking about with quarantine, right? Yeah, yes. I'm saying I'm it playing the what if Yeah, game. yeah, it was the, if if yeah, Hillary okay. had been in office. The only reason places shut down only the only reason Republicans supported a shutdown and they didn't re- support it all that well is because Trump was in office. I'm saying the what if game. Had Hillary been in office, I think it still would have been pretty bad because she would have said we need to shut the country down, we need to quarantine, and every Republican would have said no and filed, you know, con- whatever, you know, lawsuits, congressional uh, executive overreach. They they would have fought as hard as they could, so it would get bad. And the reason yeah, I think but we that would have is- at least had early testing. We would have had at least had, and, and and you're right in that there's there's a bunch of other factors, but but early testing yeah. seems to be how a lot of these countries did it, and and we probably would have at least had that. Granted. I, I do think that, yeah, Hillary Clinton's real agendas would be, hey, how do I feed the lizard people who fucking fund my well, campaign? I'm not even worried about and that. I'm not Epstein's, even playing that game. I'm just talking like about a partisan game. I, and, right, yeah. And and I, I think there would still be a, a decent amount of partisan stuff going on. Well, here, let me finish. Um, that let me, being here's said, my second part. Would we have had a guy sort of representing the, the Republicans, sort of like, like, like Trump is, actively standing in front of people saying, hey, the mask is... is fucking worthless and it's a it's it's sort of like a campaign bumper sticker against me or you know what i mean like i don't think it would have been as as intense that's true um but here's why i do think it could have been because um what what do you know about greg abbott not much i just learned i all i knew about him was governor of texas that's really all i knew about him until yeah. uh, I, I can't remember something made me look him up or I heard something. He used to be the AG, the attorney general for Texas. And when Obama was president, Obama would say, hey, uh, we need to do this. And the first thing he would do is file a lawsuit against the federal government saying states rights. Now he's the governor. Right. And it's funny because I'm trying to phrase this. I, I have a thought in my head that Texas is getting hit so hard right now because he was a it, we're going to open for business. It's not a big deal. Uh, we, we've got it right. under control. And now Texas is just fucked. Houston is getting fucked. They, they say the hospitals are pretty much at capacity again. And it's literally live and don't learn. He goes through his whole life fighting the federal government because of states' rights. And then the instant he gets in, he does everything wrong. And I don't think he's going to come out and apologize. It's it's literally partisan bullshit. They, he, it's... Whoever's in office has to have the correct R or D in front of them. It, it, the Look, scientists and doctors don't matter. I think that the that the private sector can can help this. You know what I mean? It's just it 
Because the well, they did. The, the NBA and Disney about... shut down immediately. I think the NBA shutting down before anyone else probably sent a pretty strong message. I I I think it did too. But I, I'm talking about kind of reaching people on on sort of a, an individual micro level. You know, like that's macro level stuff. And while I think it helped, I we just you know because. Well, you, you have guys like Trump saying, hey, the mask is, is sort of like um, a bumper sticker against me. I, I don't remember his exact quote, but I'm going to start making masks that have Confederate flags and AR-15 assault rifles yeah, on we've them. You know what I'm that. saying? That way they can, you know, they can they can wear it and still be like, hey, look, I'm right wing as fuck. I'm, I'm, you, you know, um, shit. picture of Nancy. Oh, Pelosi getting kicked in the cooter, Did you, you know? Something that people in red states will feel comfortable putting over their face. Back to naked hypocrisy. Did you see this? I did not send you this article. It popped up today. Um, I don't have it in front of me, so I'm just going off memory. But they were talking about the last two Trump rallies, one in Arizona and the one in Tulsa we talked about last week. Um, a behind-the-scenes investigative report shows that as much as Trump is downplaying the coronavirus in public, Behind the scenes, the team that of doctors and, and, and they make sure that Trump is protected. He is in a oh, bubble. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's insane. I mean, yeah, he's got to deny it to try to get reelected to pander to his stupid right. base. But, like, I mean, if you listen to any doctor with half a brain, they'll tell you the people that are the most at risk are fat orange people that eat KFC and are over 70. He's fucked if he gets yeah, it. Yeah, so they, 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 they sanitize everything. Anyone that is going to be anywhere near Trump in any of these has to go through uh, rigorous testing and then be quarantined. Like, you take a test... Then you get quarantined if you pass muster until you meet Trump because they don't want you to take a test and then get the results back and then get COVID and then meet. It's, it's like they know how serious it is, and yet then they allow him to go in front of the camera and talk about how not serious it is. They protect the shit out of him. It's it's again, it's hilarious how they do it without any form of irony. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, but that's I mean, he kind of knows what's up, man. Look, he's he's the pro wrestling president. His character doesn't give a fuck about COVID, so yeah. that's the way he's going to be in front of the in front of the cameras. He's 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 COVID is a hoax, man, and that's his that's his gimmick. Well, I, the, to to stay on COVID, but segue a little bit. One of the stories I did send you, I thought was amusing in a way because uh, the story I sent was that one of the four cops, not uh, the one that knelt on George Floyd's neck, but one of the guys that just stood there. One of those cops uh, arrested and then made bail and now is on trial for assisted murder or whatever the, the guys that just stood there are, are being charged with. I don't know how you let those guys out on bail right now. I mean, outside of, oh, they shouldn't ever get out. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, the other guys technically are accomplices, which, yeah, I mean, I, I would imagine if you're accomplice to murder and any fucking murder, it's going to be hard to make bail. But it's also like... These guys are universally hated by the entire country. Well, that's where if this anything, is going. don't you want to keep them locked up, like for their own safety? That's where this is going. Is uh, one named J. Alexander, and I can't pronounce his last name. K. U. E. N. G. Kung. K. U. E. Was spotted at a Cub Foods shopping for groceries in Plymouth, Minnesota, over the weekend, and. As we've talked about in the past, someone got out their cell phone, started recording, and started berating him. Approached him, and started verbally assaulting him, talking about how he did nothing for George Floyd. And there's a slight debate whether or not someone should do that, like 
just start shaming this guy that is trying to do his shopping. So it's like, yeah, fuck him. He he stood there. Well, if, but to me, the funny part is the pictures of him. He's in this grocery store, not wearing a mask. You talk what you just said, a guy that is hated as a pariah. You'd think anybody that would take the opportunity to wear a surgical mask for coronavirus would be one of those cops like, yeah, I'm going to do some grocery shopping. I'm going to put up some sunglasses and a mask so nobody can recognize me and start berating me in a store. He added easy out, but I don't know if it's that male pride or oh, partisan, yeah. but he... Uh-huh. <laughs> he brings it on himself like motherfucker like he had an almost government mandated disguise that he could have yes, used. Yes, a government mandated disguise. You said it 2 minutes yeah. ago. He these are hated people. If you recognize them, you're going to see him and you're going to give a dirty look or you're going to have a dirty thought. All he had to do is put a fucking mask on for his own safety. Dude, if I was that guy, I would walk around in a Black Lives Matter mask. That way if anybody went, "Hey, I know that guy's eyes. Is that the son of a Oh, no, no, no. This is not <laughs> exactly. him." Exactly. It's not him. But, um, all right, let's segue into the big scary news. When you know I what, sent though? You... Now that I'm thinking about okay. it, I don't think I'd walk around if I was a mask with him. Hear, hear me out. I'm thinking long game with this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might have to get taped with, with some cell phone at the grocery store going, you're a Nazi. I may have to put up with that, right? But you know what else I might get? Um, COVID-19. And then they can't put me back in jail. I'm a health oh. risk. You know what I mean? I got to be jailed from home. <laughs> I got that bad age. You can't put bracelet. me in jail. That's inhumane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a Takashi 69 me. Sly me and Takashi like are going to start a podcast together. Uh, oh, this has nothing to do with anything. But speaking of jail, I heard this over the course of the week. I don't remember where I was, again, listening to something or that. Um, Jake, what has been your go-to stance on people like Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, that should have read the tea leaves uh, when they when when people started going down for the Me Too movement. They they should have rubbed their chin and gone, wait a second, I have. They should have absolutely taken a page out of Roman Polanski's book and fucking beat feet feet and ran. And guess who did? Russell Simmons. Did Russell Simmons moved to Thailand. Really? Yes, I didn't know it. Apparently, it. Had- Dude, you cannot advertise. I am absolutely a sex criminal any more than going to fucking Thailand of all places. That's a guy advertising. I did it. I know I did it. You know I did it. I know that you know that I did it, and I want you to know that I don't give a shit. I'm going to Thailand. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, but I mean, it's it it, it I. It, as much as it's horrible because he, he, he you know, uh, used his power to uh, probably Harvey Weinstein, some some singers, some songwriters, some musicians, uh, a bunch of women, and that started to come forward. So the first thing he did was, well, I could stand here and defend myself and go down like Harvey and or Bill. And he got on a fucking jet and said, I'm out of here. Just that's it. Yeah. And, and you know that the, the, the Thai government is not going to do a goddamn thing to extradite him because our government's going to call up their government and be like, hey, Thailand, is this you? And the prime minister of Thailand's going to be like, yeah, this is prime minister of Thailand. What's up? And they're going to be like, hey, we just want you to know there is a rich, deviant American sex <laughs> offender in your country. And he's going to be like, ah, which one? <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? Well, he'll either go which one or he'll say, how rich? And then the answer will be, Russell Simmons probably has about the same amount of money as your GDP for any year. 
what what your country makes, he probably has. So they're going to thank go, you yeah, for we'll l- keep him. alerting me. But he is already getting blown in my brothel, um, the brothel that is owned by the Prime Minister of Thailand. So thanks for letting me know, just in case I, I, I let him go to a different brothel. Thank you for the heads up, America. But don't worry. Don't worry. He's spending his money in my brothel. Yes, wouldn't want him to spend money elsewhere because he's got deep pockets and, uh, and a fetish and or uh, needs that uh, need satiated. So, all right. Let's jump to there's something. There's got to be, what if there was like, there's got to be, I feel like there was a, um, what was the movie with Joaquin Phoenix that came out a year before The Joker? Where he's like this PTSD veteran who goes around like like killing sex offenders with a hammer and shit. Oh, I didn't see that. There's got to be serial killers that just go around killing sex offenders to get away with it. You know what I mean? Like Russell Simmons. Somebody just goes to Thailand and just fucking offs him. Just throws a goddamn cobra snake on his ball, something like that. That'd be nice. I mean, if there was justice in the world, that that would be the case. But uh, but there's not. Definitely not in Thailand. Well, we, That's why he went there. We live in a consequence-free world. If there's one country that will let you get away with deviant sex crimes, it's that one. Yes. And the Philippines. And the Philippines. All right. Um, so when I sent you this story, it was a little teeny tiny story. And over the past few days, it has started to blow up uh from the 25th to now the 27th over the course of two days um russia secretly offered afghan militants bounties to kill u.s troops and i don't have the date in front of me how far back this goes but apparently it goes back several months where trump was briefed on it and so far no action has been taken no statement not a statement um what are your thoughts like first of all this makes nothing but sense. I'm sure we've done the exact same thing, and we have in the Middle East and Israel. And uh, we did in the exact same country. Yeah. Uh, it was we, we, we literally gave the same people we're fighting. We gave the Taliban a bunch of not just bounties. We gave them a bunch of mm-hmm. weapons to, to just completely. We're the reason they were able to kick Russia out of there. Yes. But it's, it's so it's funny that everyone's acting so outraged that Russia's doing it back. It it's not a good thing but it's entirely expected this is proxy war this is what happens i'd be shocked if they weren't doing it since the beginning uh we we did it to them and more and furthermore does it make them dicks absolutely does it make the president a dick since he doesn't really seem to be doing much to them or to get us out of the middle east absolutely that being said it we've been there who gives a fuck who's giving them the bounties We've been there for almost 20 years. How about we get an in-state as opposed to, hey, this guy's paying a bounty and he might have been buddies with the president, man. Like, yeah, the president's an asshole. We know that. Uh, while we're on the topic of this endless war, maybe let's try to end the endless war. What do you, what do you, don't give us a fuck. There'd be no Russian bounties if we didn't have our goddamn nose in this war for almost two decades now. So I'm like, I, I, anytime somebody wants to talk about fucking Afghanistan at this point without seriously throwing in the, hey, why the fuck are we still there? Hey, what is it going to take to leave? I don't really give a fuck. Like, oh, um, the, the, the president was kind of involved with Russia and Russia's kind of involved here. Hey, they're not letting trans people go join the endless war. Listen, I, I'm in favor of trans rights, sure, but not really the worst thing about a fucking 20-year war. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, you should absolutely let trans people join the military. You know what I mean? But I, 
maybe let's just end the fucking 20-year war. Then we have a, a chat about that when we get back. Or at least if we're going to mention Russia and trans people joining. But while we're there, while we're parked on Afghan Avenue, let's have a little chat about an end state. That's all I'm saying. Well, and and as much as I, I find it, like, I agree with everything you said, um, and, I, and I find it disgusting, like, wow, that sucks, that's horrible, the, the rush. Also, what is supposed to be done publicly about it? I, I mean, to yeah. me, this is also a... Uh, a covert operation when America finds out they're like oh this is happening all right what can we do covertly you don't come out publicly and say we found out Russia's doing this so now we're going to bomb Moscow I'm sure there's something economic we can do we've put them in embargoes before but this is shadow government shit this is covert operations I'm sure once we found out it was happening something on the military side was implemented. I, I'm sure that the military didn't just go, wow, this sucks. Um, what are we going to do? Shrug. I'm sure there's something that we don't know about right now that is happening. That's the whole, the, 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 this shit is happening constantly. And we can either pretend that we are surprised when it comes out and act outraged, or we can be offended, yes, but then say, all right, like expected, completely expected. Right. Or if people are that concerned about covert wars and military operations, they could maybe, I, I don't know, elect a, a, a president with some kind of military experience. If, if they're really that concerned about not, hey, let's pull out. But, well, of course, we still got to be involved in Afghanistan after 20 years. But what should this president be doing? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, neither one of the last couple presidents, the last few presidents, last several presidents have had anything fucking close to any kind of military experience. I think Bush Maybe Sr. that's was a big reason. One. Bush Sr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a World War II pilot. Um, he, was, he was the last one. So maybe if you're not going to, insist on electing people that fucking you know at, at the bare minimum get us an end state in any of these wars if if you're just kind of cool with having endless wars you know as long as there's as long as you know trans people are being discriminated against and the the, the president fucking calls russia dicks for getting involved as, as long as they do those two things endless wars fine um maybe Get somebody who's experienced with war at that fucking point. If you're going to keep us in there for decades and decades, and and the only time you're going to fucking bring up the wars is if there's some kind of like woke agenda you have going on, or if there's some kind of way you could sort of point to Trump personally and call him a dick. If, if those are the only times you're going to ever bring up ever leaving Afghanistan, then you should get... You should just rec you should start electing presidents just straight out of the fucking Navy SEALs or something. You, you know what I mean? Like, as long as you're keeping us over there, just fucking get a president that knows how to do that shit and uh, call it a day. Now, I think we should probably be pulling out of there, but since that'll never come up and we're never going to elect somebody who's going to do that because, you know, last time we had somebody running, which was... Well, this time, the entire Democratic Party decided to get every single candidate to fucking railroad that guy. They had Warren stay in past Super Tuesday to try to, I, I mean, you, you know, they take out those fucking candidates at the knees. Anybody who wants to make any kind of real change foreign policy-wise, their own parties are going to fucking railroad them. It's never going to change. And so, yeah, you're going to have Russia getting involved at some point if you're there for 20 years. 
if for no other reason they just kind of got bored and we're like, I wonder if we can get some <laughs> materials in here. Everybody's had a, an opportunity to get their hands in this war. You gave them 20 fucking years to do it. So, yeah, it, I, I'm not shocked that Russia's doing this. I'd be shocked if it turned out they weren't doing that since year one. Well, I'm trying to think of, and I've come up with two. Um, if, if I'm missing any, tell me. Um, talk about last few presidents do not have military experience. Um, did anybody on the right? Well, Clinton got blown on Air Force One probably a bunch of times. That was probably about the closest thing we had. Yeah, that, and uh, a, the 70s were Trump's ship. Vietnam, avoiding AIDS, he said, in the 80s or whatever. That was his comment. That's so. true. But uh, Tulsi and Buttigieg both had military experience. Did anybody on the right uh, in 2016? Oh, I don't even remember, you had honestly. Jeb, you um, had Marco, you had little Marco. Um, I, there might have been like a few sort of like Tulsi and Pete type characters to where it's like they're the mayor of a town of seven, governor of a state none of us have ever been to, something like that. I'm just talking but, about military experience. I can't think not of... Need, no, no, I mean, no, I'm saying like maybe early on, yeah. maybe some of the candidates that just never caught any traction, but I not not any of the bigger ones that... We're kind of picking up any steam whatsoever. No, the, the big ones, like I said, I can only think Ted of... Ted Cruz, no. Jeb and Marco, Marco Rubio, Rubio, no. And Newt, did Jeb, Newt Gingrich no. make another run at it? Huckabee might have made him... 2016 was just a big mess. I remember when it was... Yeah, yeah. As bad as the Democrats when they started. There were, you know, 10 candidates across the board, and everybody said it'll never be Trump, and... <laughs> it had to be a mess. Look who fucking won that thing. <laughs> they had nobody, man. Yep, he outlasted everyone. Yeah, it's he basically came along and said, your party is running such shitheads. You should vote for a fucking cartoon uh, and and I I will be your your nominee and your president. And he came along, beat he's not a Republican who beat the other Republicans. He he is a fucking uh, a, a celebrity billionaire guy who just fucking came along and the, and the Republicans didn't want him to win. You, you know what I mean? Like they they tried to do. What the Democrats did to Hillary Clinton, or sorry, what, what the Democrats did to Bernie Sanders yeah. both times, more more so in sixteen, but it didn't matter, like because he was just if if Bernie Sanders supporters would have just fucking came out and and it would have just been blowout state after state, I, he he would have had it, you know what I mean? But he he didn't have the kind of fucking support that Trump did that time around, even though Trump definitely had the resistance from his own party that that, that Bernie Sanders did. He just fucking railroaded everybody. He, uh, the way I, what I was just thinking is he is sort of the, the thing I looked up is the Jesse Ventura, only he took it to the presidency. He he went with a, yeah. a novelty politician. Uh, and the thing I looked up was Ventura looks like a one-term governor, 1999 to 2003. So yeah, four years. And then, and I'm, I'm hoping the same thing for Trump, but it's like a novelty up front, something different, something exciting, something... Um, just something like I can't put it any differently, something different, something exciting, but that novelty wears off. Now, when Schwarzenegger ran, he won a couple terms, I believe, because he was more poised. I mean, he's still an actor, yeah. just like Reagan was very poised. Uh, I think there's right. a difference between a celebrity and an actor. An actor knows how to play the part of a politician. They could do it in a movie. They can do it on a podium. Um yeah, so I, I think that's what America is experiencing right now. It's the same sort of Jesse Ventura. Well, backlash. Jesse Ventura has has a tendency to go a little fucking crazy with the conspiracy shit too. You know, he he goes a little down the rabbit hole. Yeah, 
he, I can see why he got elected, though, because sometimes he says things that are remarkably brilliant and then other times like you say he, he keeps talking <laughs> and then you're like well that's dude that's the way all those conspiracy guys go all the conspiracy guys they start off with just vague basic statements that about 99.9 percent of people can get behind like um i think that the i think that many federal politicians you know congressmen senators presidents things like that they're they really tend to be just sort of bought out by lobbyists and corporate interests, and they don't have America's you, you, the, the, the yeah. voters, the people, their interests at heart. You know, they'll start off with a statement like that, and they'll be, "Let me tell you more about these lobbyists." And, and then twenty minutes later, you're talking about aliens on spaceships and shit. And you're like, "Wait a minute, whoa!" Thought we were talking about Monsanto. I thought we were just kind of right trying to separate those things a little bit. Like I remember one thing Jesse Ventura did say. He said, "Why does everybody talk about a minimum wage?" Why don't we have a maximum wage? Why can't a CEO be capped at a million dollars a year? Who needs more than? And it was it was interesting and fascinating. Like, yeah, that you, that that does make sense. I don't know how you do it, but then again, like you just said, ten minutes later, he is talking about Area Fifty One, and you're like, you know, you had me when you were talking wealth uh, disparity, right. and you lost me when you were talking about uh, other dimensions and trans. Um, dimensional beings. It's it's like um, like the Libertarian Party. Gary Johnson, when he speaks, is uh, did you ever? We've talked about this. I think I watched a, a Libertarian um, nominating process for the 2016 election, and Gary Johnson was very poised. That's why he got the nomination. But there were people in that party that were going ape shit about why should there be stop signs stop signs are a big federal right. oversight and you're like well you have me with less legislation and more uh, independent yeah. rights but when you break it down to nobody should have a driver's license stop signs are illegal uh our federal uh, oversight uh, big daddy nanny state i'm like you lose everybody yeah, it's it, you can any time you try to get really fucking hardcore and dogmatic with the libertarian shit, it just goes to some just extreme place. Just like you do with with any kind of political agenda, you, you you know what I mean? Like if you take that, if you push that fucking far enough, eventually it will get nutty. You, you know what I mean? Even these protests against cops, you know, but for the most part, it, it, it's a. a an agenda that I believe about 99% of people can kind of get behind initially. But if you push it far enough and you get wild enough and you you let the fringes sort of fucking really get a big hand in it, um, eventually you do have six blocks in Seattle that no one can go in and there's just trash piling up and just hipsters shitting all over the place and living in tents. They just, you, you know, you can't go too far with any, any fucking ideology without that happening. Yeah, I mean... It again, I can't do anything except piggyback what you said. It it when you hear defund the police, you say, "Whoa, that sounds weird." I'm not sure I'm for that. Then it's explained, "No, no, you're not abolishing the police. What you're doing is you're uh, making sure that a social worker is there to help someone with mental. So it's not just a guy with a gun. If someone has uh, mental issues or a disability, you're not always right, calling right. the police for everything. But then the next step is people are saying, "No, no." abolish the police and you're like okay 
Yeah, you picked such a stupid title right. for it. Even though when you actually read it, you're like, oh, no, we're just talking about getting getting mental health experts in there as well, you, you know, to deal with people that are fucking nutty and, and that kind of thing, people to help with traffic stops and stuff like that. You're like, okay, so it's really more of a reform. All right, yeah, 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 absolutely. Reform the police. That sounds good. And they're like, no, 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 but we want to pander to our fucking crazy right. part of our base. And it's like, yeah, but the problem is, is A, you now freak out. Anybody on the right, even the moderates, or any moderate on the left, even that initially reads that, goes, "What the fuck?" Because it sounds like you want to get rid of the cops, you know. But the, the, on the flip side of it, you also your own like your nutty fringe side of your party reads it and goes, "Yeah, that's right. Who needs cops? Yeah. Fuck them, you know. Let's clear out six blocks in Seattle, and that'll be it, it'll be barista land, and we'll we'll just fucking run everything." And that's why the Democrats are so bad at messaging because. Yeah. Build a wall. That's a great chant. Uh, lock her up. That's a great chant. Drain the swamp. I mean, I, getting an entire arena full of people to scream, defund the police. Defund. It's not going to happen. Even no. even people that understand what reallocating money to different services means, that it's not actually abolishing the police, are still not going to chant it. It's just horrible, horrible messaging. And as you just pointed out, there are people that will say, yeah, yeah, defund them, take all their money away, get rid of the police entirely. And again, yeah, community policing, that's going to work well. Uh, how did that work for uh, Ahmad Arbery uh, with citizens? It, it's just those uh, your, your, your community, the people that are going to volunteer quickest and hardest for that are Karens and Zimmermans. Yeah, those are going to be your community police. It's not going to end well. No, it is not. All right. Anything uh, on your mind you want to talk about before we wrap it up? I uh, I watched Ford versus Ferrari earlier. That was a pretty good. One. Oh, I'd I've been meaning to watch that. Recommend? Yeah, that. it's on HBO now. Nice. I I watched the um oh the space one with with Brad Pitt the Ad Astra. Oh, I should watch that tomorrow. That's Jones on HBO. It. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's you know it's not great, but dude, it's a fucking great watch for late at night. You turn the lights off. Visually, it's kind of a cool movie. There's parts in it that are a little fucking nutty and weird, but I'm kind of a sucker for futuristic space movies and shit. So like, you really have to fuck one of those up All right. for me not to get into it. And so I, 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 it's a fun watch. Yeah, I introduced my wife last night to the Nice Guys. That I would recommend above anything else. Uh, I liked for really. I haven't seen that. Oh, yet. I, I saw that in a the theater, and when we were looking for something to watch last night, I hadn't seen it. Actually, I did watch it. Was so absolutely recommend it. Uh, Ryan Gosling great russell crowe great shane black always great so i recommend that anybody trapped in quarantine watch the nice guys it is on hbo right now nice i'll check that out man all right that's what we got for you jakevevra.com nathantimmel.com spread the news share the word and uh wear your mask and stay safe bye everyone later